Hello, my beautiful souls. Welcome to another episode of Unleash Your Better Version, where I, Little Liz, help you reach your best potential by sharing my journey, my struggles, and what I overcame to reach this chapter in my life. I hope to only bring happy, positive energy in your life, even if it's just for a few minutes. So let's get into today's episode. Hey guys, and welcome back to Unleash Your Better Version with your host, none other than me, moi, uh, Liz. <laughs> uh, if I sound other the weather, under the weather, it's because I am um, coming down with like a cold, I don't know, um, it's that time of year, you know, flu season and all that, so I am at home, I had to call off work. Oh my gosh, this is so good. Um, I had to call off work because they just didn't want me there. <laughs> so I have been pushing off this episode. So I figured um, I have nothing else to do. I am just in bed. So I might as well film this podcast. I already have it done basically. So the way I work with my podcast is I have like an idea, obviously, like of a time that, um, you know, has molded me to the person I am today. And then I kind of just write notes about it on things, you know, like points that I want to talk about and I don't want to miss out so that's what I basically do and then I just kind of like wing it as I go because I speak straight from the heart so I've been having this um already kind of typed up on points that I want to talk about so I might as well just do it I have been pushing this off a little bit um for based on my last episode if you um tuned in I was not in a good place um I'm not gonna sit here and say that I am a hundred like percent better um also if you're wondering what i'm drinking i am drinking um medicine ball uh by starbucks it's actually two types of teats let me see here this is but if you order a medicine ball they'll know exactly what you're talking about but it is the two teas that it has is jade citrus mint and oh my god um peach tranquility and they're both from tivana so if you just also want to buy that i like the store i suggested because this shit is fire so i don't think i've ever cursed on my podcast but <laughs> but anyway so yeah um last episode you know i was not in the best state so i kind of took like a mental break emotional break from a lot of things and then I went on like a vacation and then I just was so so busy at work and yeah that's pretty much it I don't really have like a valid excuse besides my mental state was just not at its best (laughs) but it's okay I'm back I'm back and better better than I was last episode at least (laughs) but this episode this podcast is called tomorrow isn't promised and I think you guys um kind of have an idea on where this episode might go (laughs) also wanted to name this episode um live today like if it was your last but that's a little too long of a title so yeah but it's along the same lines y'all know what i mean so uh let's just right let's jump right into the video oh my god i can't talk today so yeah let's just get into the into not a video i'm so used to saying video because of youtube and stuff like that let's jump into today's episode okay (laughs) Okay, I am going to be doing a lot of sniffling today and then just taking a few little breaks to sip on my tea. So, I'm really sorry. I apologize ahead of time about that. Um, 
so um it's really crazy so i can't believe also that i only filmed like one or two episodes this season when i have so much to talk about this season because if i thought the previous years i had gone through a lot this year i really went through a lot <laughs> but um it's also good how like this episode is followed by my previous episode it kind of goes like hand in hand but uh this episode also was supposed to air um around like day of the dead and all that so dia de los muertos in the mexican hispanic culture but like i said um i ended up taking like a vacation and i did a bunch of stuff and um yeah that happened but i just want to thank all of you guys from the very 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 bottom of my heart for your constant support and so much love i have a few people that started following me on instagram that came from my podcast and if you come from any of so right now my social media is private um typically i leave it public but just for a while i'm gonna have it private um and i just don't accept anyone <laughs> so if you do come from any of my platforms youtube tiktok um my podcast whatever you could always just dm me uh that where you came from so i can accept you like i had this uh young lady i can't remember her name right now but she comes from my podcast and she was super 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 sweet oh my gosh i read her message when i was at work and i literally almost cried like it made my whole day like the whole rest of the day at work i was in like such a good mood so that just melted my heart so again i just wanted to um give you guys um a thanks from the bottom of my heart for all your support um it's just me recording in like my room or my base not my, my room is the basement but my room or the garage and it's just me like talking basically to myself imagining i'm think i'm talking to someone but yeah you guys are, are super sweet and i love it um um as i mentioned in my last podcast um I, I grew up being like a bad kid I talked back a lot to my parents I was very like disobedient I was reckless um and there was times where I fell into the peer pressure of wanting to like be accepted and fit in and all that just because I was really the outcast I was the ugly girl I was just a weird looking girl I don't know I was I was I think just the ugly girl just to say the least so you know, I got picked on a lot for a lot of uh, physical features that weren't the norm on all the, all the other girls. So I just always wanted to fit in, you know. So um, I would kind of sometimes fall into doing things that I knew weren't right. But I did it just so I could fit in and people would like me. Uh, so up until the age of 15-ish, um, you know, it's when... I, around that time is when I kind of started to change a little bit not I didn't do like a 360 but my parents are the first to tell you I definitely did a big 180 like from day to night um I don't know about you guys but I definitely grew up being told and thinking well not thinking like seeing and all that like I've always been a big quote person uh from either movies shows books anything um i there's always like quotes that uh stand out to me and i try to like take with me and kind of like if uh what what dissect it and kind of like look more into it on what it really means so i really grew up thinking you know like tomorrow like hearing a lot like tomorrow isn't promised like live today like if it was your last especially that like live today as if it were your last i i think i was like in like fifth sixth grade when i first heard that and it makes sense but i didn't really like pay much mind to it because you know you also grew up thinking at least for me i grew up thinking a lot like oh like kids you know we're young so we live longer than 
the parents the adults the older people so like my parents are gonna die before me like that's just common sense like there's no way i will pass away before my parents like i'm young i should have the right to live longer you know they already live so they're gonna go first i don't know that's just how i thought about you guys but i think when you're a kid you always think you know the elders die first and then you die second and so on and so forth you know so uh but i also i also read a really nice quote um not that long ago that actually made more sense to me and it said your plant isn't always god's plant and i had mentioned in the past that religion has always played a big role in my life um and as i've gotten older i really have like learned to believe and praise the higher power um I will, you know, like, when you're young, but again, this is me now, but we're gonna take it back to young Liz. <laughs> you know, I always thought, like, I was invincible, and my mentality was just always all well to everything, and it's, my mentality was also, I'm always right. I mean, now, okay, look, I'm not gonna say I'm always right, but 80 to 90% of the time, I am right. <laughs> but when I was young, it was 100% of the time, so, you know, I've changed. I guess I've changed. I've grown, okay? <laughs> but... You know, I just grew up thinking, like, I was very careless, to say the least, I guess. It's not that, like, I was heartless. I was just very careless, carefree, that I didn't think there was going to be, like, the consequences to a lot of things. And, you know, like, oh, well, you just move on. Whatever happens, happens. And then you leave it in the past, whatever, you know? I always knew how blessed I was in the sense that, like, I grew up in a very loving house. Like, I had everything I pretty much wanted when it came to material things. But aside, like, when I would compare, like, my friends to what I had, like, my parents, my friends' parents were always so, like, oh, yeah, you can stay out as late as you want. Like, you don't have a curfew. You could do whatever you want. You don't have to ask for permission. And I was very much the opposite in the sense where my parents were always very worry of me and like well not just me but like my siblings especially me because I was just bad <laughs> but it was always like where are you gonna be you need to come home you need to let us know like they were I felt like they were micromanaging me like literally like it was like the big brother you know where they're just watching your every move and they need to be watching you and I didn't, didn't understand why they would be like that when the rest of my friends parents weren't like that of course at the time you don't know that obviously your parents are just being protective of you and all that so at the time what it mainly caused for me was a lot of anger anger towards my parents um just because you know I wanted to be like my friends like I wanted to have that freedom I wanted to go out with them without having to ask for permission and without hearing the word no and stuff like that so I was very angry towards my parents and it just caused me to like lash at them back and just it was not good but that was I think from I think like the age of like seven or eight all the way up until like I was 15 ish but then 2012 came around and my quince was approaching and you know if you're Hispanic you know um all that that means in the culture so I was kind of like on a probation I guess you could say on whether I was gonna get a party or not um you know, I hadn't actually proved that I deserved it. And we were just also going through a lot at the time. My grandfather was sick at the time, very um, ill. He was, um, he had cancer. And we were in the process of buying a house. We had just moved from Cicero. It was just a lot going on. So, and it was mainly, you know, like I had not done anything to deserve this big 
expensive party so my parents were like why would we spend so much when you do nothing (laughs) that makes you worthy of this big party you know but um a parent's love they fell for it they gave in and they budged and i got my party um i was very selfish at the time too for wanting just that because my parents had offered me so many more other things they're like all this money that we're gonna spend we'll just give it to you we'll open you a savings we'll buy you a car we'll pay for your trip anywhere you want to go they offered me so many 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 different things and i said no i wanted the party i wanted the dress i wanted the jewelry i wanted the church i wanted the party i wanted the limo i wanted everything um and i just thought about me <laughs> so my planning for my kids actually started around february or march of that year and then my kids took place um july of 2012 and because you know we were it was so last minute and we were just so unorganized and it was the first kids you know that we had ever planned we obviously did everything ourselves so it was a lot of working on it like my mom did a lot of decorations um you know handmade diy did and i was with them everywhere to see like banquets and dresses and all that stuff so i actually got to see a lot of behind the scenes and i got to see also how expensive it really was and how much time and money got invested into this day you know for a few not even a day it's a few hours of a party that you get to enjoy and it opened my eyes a lot honestly i was like oh my god like that much like and at the time when you're young you think it's a lot i guess oh my god i got a thousand dollars and then when you think about it oh my god i have to give them a thousand dollars you know so it's it it really was an eye-opening seeing my parents make these big paychecks i mean no these big yes checks for other people you know to to reserve the banquet to reserve the church to pay for certain things so um slowly but I i was becoming more grateful for my parents um for allowing me to experience this party and also not only that but after coming so close to not having this seeing that and realizing you know damn i could have lost out on all this it made me appreciate my parents a little bit more and it made me kind of like you know change my mentality and be like okay i'm gonna work a little harder to not have them regret giving me this party and to like make it worth it and them to be like okay maybe you know she's changed or whatever you know she has hope there's hope for this child (laughs) so um we were also became really close because like i said my mom was diying a lot of things and i was with them all the time so we got to spend a lot of time together which um would bring me closer to them and it just made me realize how unfair i had been with them and um how bad i treated them <laughs> honestly like i said in my last podcast i had especially with my mom me and my mom had had a rocky rocky relationship my whole life my whole teen life basically my young adult life we've been super close i get to call her my best friend now which i'm super grateful for but i was still a teen and they were still my annoying strict parents uh so whatever the party happened it was the best day of my life honestly but a month short after my quince uh, is when my family would get hit with one of the biggest losses that we've had and for me personally it's one of the biggest in my life someone close to me um my grandfather which is uh, my dad's father um ended up unfortunately passing away from cancer 
he had been sick for about a year um and he had give um when they did his diagnosis they actually had just predicted that he'd only live like a few months and he surpassed surpassed that which i felt like was a good sign you know it felt like things might get a little better you know he might not be completely 100 percent healthy but we'd have a little bit more time with him um but everything about this event that i'm going to talk about has been like engraved in my head and will forever be in my engraved in my head and in my heart for the rest of my life i think about it and it's um next year will be 10 years actually and it still hurts and it it doesn't go away nothing has been able to erase that memory like it literally feels like it was just yesterday like i remember detail by detail so it's just it's really crazy um how they say you know time heals and all that but i don't think uh something like this anything could ever heal it we initially got um the phone call and um it was just super super quick from that moment we received the phone call um everything just happened i feel like so fast we got the phone call in the morning my dad got the phone call in the morning he came home i was on the phone um and i just hung up the phone with a friend when my dad walks in and he literally like the first thing he says was pack your bags we're going to jersey tonight like t- literally we did i don't even think i don't think we rented a car that time typically the other times that we had gone to new york or new jersey we had always um rented a car but this like we had no time it was literally like 10 in the morning when he walked in he said pack your bags tonight we leave like i was like wait what was happening you know so uh our drive there was just at first it was very quiet and then once we started like approaching new jersey i was like come on guys lighten up you know whatever um i was so young so and i just and i also hadn't seen my grandfather in a really long time and i just didn't know like a lot because ever since he got sick um he just didn't really want anyone to see him that way and he just kind of and then he just also wanted to portray that he was fine he didn't want anyone to worry so i thought you know it's it's fine so whatever i have a lot of family in new york and jersey a lot of family um so i was really one i was really close with one of my friends well my friends <laughs> my cousin <laughs> i was really close with one of my cousins that she lived in new york and I mainly spend my time with her. Um, I saw it more as a vacation, I guess. Again, it was just young me, so I didn't know the serious of the seriousness of it. So I just wanted to spend time with my cousin and enjoy my time being in New York, like a fifteen-year-old would, you know. So, um, but I grew up seeing my grandfather a lot. My my relationship with my grandfather was really good. Uh, we were very close, and uh, my family and I were very blessed to be able to travel to Mexico back and forth, you know, at a young age. And he'd come to the States sometimes, and he'd typically always stay with us or spend most of his time with us. So um, I was really close to him, and I would talk to him on the phone a lot. Uh, so yeah, we, we, we had a good relationship, you know. And uh, growing up, my family didn't really experience many dads uh, prior to my grandfather's. I think I had personally gone to like one or two um but none of them were like blood relatives they were like family friends um friends of a friend i guess people you know that we we knew that we were around but i didn't grow up with and i didn't know from like being a child so this one was you know a little bit closer so so like i said you know um i was with my cousin from new york so 
my grandfather was actually in Jersey and he had been staying with an uncle in Jersey. Um, and then I had the, my cousin lived in New York, which I think at the time was like from that place in Jersey to I think it was Manhattan where my cousin lived at the time. Or it could also have been still Bronx, but I don't remember. But it was about like an hour, an hour and 45 minute drive. So I just, you know, my plan was to stay with her for most of the trip while I was out there. And sleep over her house and spend as much time as I could with her. Uh, so that was the plan. So um, the whatever time happened, we did whatever we had to do. And then the day of the funeral came. So um, that day was actually, I'll never forget, it was pouring. It was super, super, super dark outside. It was storming. It was really hard. And I was just like, oh. Like I had also grown up think, well, being told that, oh, when it rains, it's God crying. So I'm like, oh, like... Um, the sky is sad because you know my grandfather is leaving us and all that so like the sky is crying <laughs> so we got to the funeral home um i pull up with some of my other cousins and um it was weird walking into the funeral home it was just all of us so like all the cousins were gonna go i think all the younger ones and then all the adults were gonna go in another car uh so we pull up and i'll never ever ever forget walking in and like you know he was a little further from the entrance of the room so i couldn't really really like see perfectly fine but i was like oh my god like i think we're in the wrong room i literally said my words were i think we're in the wrong room because i just could not recognize who that was like that i was like mm, that's my grandpa like this looks nothing like him like i know i can't see him like super super up close but i think i'd recognize my grandfather you know even from a little bit of a distance but no <laughs> we were in the right room um unfortunately cancer had really taken over my grandfather and changed him a lot physically where he was unrecognizable like i said like i walked into the room and i didn't i could not i mean i could have bet that that was not my grandfather that's how how different he looked uh so People started, you know, coming in, and uh, since we are immediate family, you know, we we sat at the like front row ish, I guess you could say. We were right in front of the casket, and mm, there was just a lot going on. Honestly, and I think when you're a kid, you're just kind of like looking around, and it kind of feels like a movie where like you have people crying around you, you have people hugging each other because they haven't seen each other. There's just a lot of noise going on, and mentally, you don't know really like how to process what's going on i can already know how to explain it but like have you seen those movies where there's a kid just sitting and then there's like all this stuff going around in the background you know that's basically what i felt um and there was moments too where i could swear i saw him breathe like his chest would go up and down like i could swear anything i'd even like turn around and like try to see if anyone else saw that what i had just seen you know um, going back to what I had mentioned at the beginning was how we had never had close uh, relatives pass away. So at funerals, it always kind of creeped me out. I don't know about you guys, but I had always had like the jibbies about getting close and touching deceased bodies in like their casket. But this was my grandfather. This was completely different. And I uh, just had a little voice in me that said, you know, like that if I didn't do this, I would definitely regret it. This was my last way of saying goodbye to him. And I had to like, as much as like I was creeped out by it and as much as maybe I didn't want to, um, I had to, I had to touch him all this time. I had to kiss him one more time and just feel him one more time 
for the last time here in the physical earth, in the physical life. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll never ever ever forget that moment, and I think that also kind of like stuck to me. And it could have been him talking to me um, because even like my father was my grandfather was not perfect. He had a lot of imperfections, and he had made a lot of mistakes in his life which he definitely regretted and um, apologized for at least to my dad and had like deep conversations so I'm not sure if it was my grandfather talking to me or if it was God giving me a message but something was definitely talking to me and something definitely like came upon me when I touched my grandfather um, because the second I touched him I fell to the ground like I felt like like if someone like if I had just lost like full control and like if I had just lost my balance like I completely just fell to the floor and I cried and I screamed and I bawled my eyes out I remember my mom came to me and grabbed me and she helped me and she just hugged me and I just held her back and I cried to her and all I could say was I'm sorry I don't know why it just Something told me to just apologize to her and just say that I'm sorry. And I just kept thinking to myself, like, that's going to be my parents one day. One day that will be me putting my, like, saying goodbye to my parents. And do I really want my last memory of them to be something horrible that I said to them or the way, like, I treated them? Like, I'm just going to sit there and regret and play in regret and be like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry when it's already too late. Like, I should tell them now. I should tell them that I love them. I should be appreciative of them and I should change the way I am so I doesn't come to this where I'm crying to them in their casket and they can't hear me and they can't respond and my mom can't hold me and tell me that she loves me back like I shouldn't let it get to that point and it, it was that moment of physically touching my grandfather that just opened my eyes to to a lot and it was just a reminder that life is so short and tomorrow is just not promised at all and you have you you know you planned all these things and you think oh I have tomorrow like I'll forgive them tomorrow I'll talk to them tomorrow when you really don't know and like I mentioned I was supposed to I had already agreed with my cousin that we were gonna have a sleepover that night and I, I just couldn't I could not leave my parents I could not go away from them like I just wanted to be with my parents so bad nothing 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 was gonna let me be apart from them and nothing anymore was going to stand in my way from ever wanting to spend time with them and for anything like it was just I don't know what it was I to this day I just don't know um I'm obviously not thankful that my grandfather had passed I'm just thankful for what I was able to learn from him because I know it was him he's the one who taught me how to how to be a better person because a lot of people would actually say and a lot of people still say how like I'm very alike to my dad and like my dad's side of the family like even my great-grandmother which I'm very thankful that I had the opportunity to meet and I have very vivid memories of her but everyone would always call me like um like her twin they would say I was just so much like her and I'd be just like her when I got older so I know it was my grandfather talking to me and I know it was him who was like, don't be like me, don't make the mistakes that I've made, don't, you know, I'm the side of my, my dad's side of the family, my grandfather, and I have very strong personalities, even my father, my father and I butch heads a lot because we're very alike, we always think we're right, we're just, 
it's just our pride we have a pride thing um that gets in the way of a lot of what we do and it kind of um sets like a wall on us protecting ourselves and showing our emotions so we tend to lock that up and put this brave face you know so I was just very like like my grandfather and I know I know in my heart that it was him you know wanting to teach me and um not let myself go through a path where I'd live in regret because I know a lot of my family members that day were living a lot of regret for how they had treated my grandfather and for not mending a relationship that they had let go on for too long and my grandfather was telling me not to be like that um like I said my relationship with my parents was not the best and just like his relationship with his kids was not the best and and it was just that moment where I mean a lot have obviously been accumulated from the planning of my quinces so from early on that year um let's just say like February, March, up until August of 2012 was when I had literally grown a lot. I I, I grew, like I said, oh, I didn't do a full 360, but I definitely did a 180, a big 180. Um, and I, I I grew a lot as a person and I, I um, matured a lot because I had experienced so much in such a short time and I'll never... I'll never say that it was anything else that changed me. I know that it was my grandfather's death that was what I needed to um to change my ways and to be a better person. Like and unfortunately, you know, there was times where I still hit a few bumps in the road and I would go back to my old ways, not all the time and not as bad um because in the back of my mind it was always oh god, like what if something happens to my parents like I have to apologize and I have to uh, let it go, you know, and I also learned a lot to be very grateful for the people in my life and to tell them, you know, how much I appreciate them, remind them on a daily because I never really know when the last day is that I will see them. So I want our last encounter to to be something gracious and to be something that I can be at peace if something were to happen and I can say, okay, well, at least I let them know how much I love them and I told them here in the physical world and it wasn't too late, you know, my parents have always said to, especially my mom, she's like, um, you know, don't cry for me, and don't bring me flowers, when I've already moved on to um, the past life, she's like, do it now that I'm here, now that I can hug you, now that I can say things, and where I could kiss you, and all that, so I definitely grew a lot from that experience, and it definitely taught me a lot, and um, I still, to this day, like I said, especially with my family, sometimes I'm not as good as saying I love you to uh, friends and partners um, in the past but that's just because I've been hurt and betrayed from friends and partners that I'm like well you're not family so those types of people come and go so I don't really care for it you know as long as I have my family that's always been my thing that I've had my guard up because they're not family so I don't really care I'm like I don't really care who's in my life um, all I need is my parents my siblings everybody else can I don't know, you know, go somewhere where I don't want to say here in the podcast. <laughs> but I know that's not the type of mentality that I should have either. Like, I should appreciate the people that are in my life, regardless if they're there temporarily or permanent. So, uh, I'm just here to tell you guys, especially, especially, you know, if your parents are still here. Like, 
um i'm so so blessed uh for the relationship that i have with my parents and my family my siblings we're a super 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 close family um and i'm forever grateful for that and um I never ever want to take that for granted because I know not everyone is as blessed as me and a lot of people actually tell me they're like oh my god like your family is so cool your parents are so cool like how do you talk to your mom like that like you like you trust her with a lot of personal things that I could never talk to my mom about and I'm just so grateful that I have that with my parents you know so I'm just here to say you know if you have your parents especially do not take them for granted um parents love is just an unconditional love and don't ever wait for it to get too late if you're, you know, uh, at war with someone, especially family. I think family is a very big, important thing. Um, I just grew up that way. My parents instilled that in me, regardless of a lot of stuff that, like a lot of betrayal and hurt from family. At the end of the day, that's your blood, you know. So if you're at war with someone, make peace. If you um, have a lot of hate towards people, you know, like... Um, old friends, old partners, let that go. Think about all the good, I guess. You don't want to leave this earth and you don't want to have them leave this earth um, having a bad thought of you and you don't want guilt to eat at you. So definitely live today like if it was your last. I know you guys have heard this a lot, but... Life is very, very short and literally your life can be taken away in a second. You just never know. So don't let it ever be too late where you can't say you love them and you can't say you're sorry and you can't hug it out and move on. That was my experience. That was my my eye-opening. And although my grandfather is not here in the physical world anymore, um, I pray to him as frequently as I can, and I I do think of him every single day. I don't think there's a day that, that goes by that I don't think about him. And I think about my father a lot. Like I said, that was my my father's father, and I I can't imagine his pain. I also think I think that's what helps me grow spiritually. Um, I can't imagine what my father goes through knowing that, you know, he can't pick up the phone and call his dad because I think about it like me, like I can pick up the phone and call them and I can text them and I can ask for their advice. And and, uh, my father no longer has someone that he looks up to, some like he doesn't have a parent anymore to guide him. And I know he, he missed out on a lot of deep conversations and spiritual growth from his father. So... I'm very glad that I have that and I'm very thankful for my grandfather for leaving and made my father behind and giving me one of the best dads and I know he continues to watch over us so I'm gonna end this podcast on a positive note I guess and just say that I love every single one of you guys who listens to me I am very very thankful for this opportunity I know I'm not as consistent as I'd like to be on my podcast I know sometimes I you know take a left turn and start like rambling about other stuff that's just me if you guys got to know me in person you guys would know that I'm just like a chatterbox like there is no mute button on me I love to talk and once I get started it's no ending for me so I I personally would I even though like I have not met a lot of you guys in person but I know there's a lot of you guys that listen to me and I really really appreciate it and when it's my time to go I would like to leave a a positive note 
um, here in the world. I'd like to leave a good footprint. And I'd like for, I would like for people to be able to remember me as a positive person and as a loving and caring person. So that is my ending note on today's episode. I um, am going to go get another tea, I think, because I just ran out of mine, which was so good. But... <laughs> I will leave you guys at that and I hope you guys you I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Um and I'll see you guys in my next episode. My next episode I promise I'm gonna make it happy because these last episodes have been really sad <laughs> and I don't I'm not like in a sad environment, but I'm not surrounded by sadness, but I promise my next one will be a, will be on a positive note. I just you know we all go through our tough times and I think it's always good to speak on it. Um so you're able to move forward and close that chapter so i will see you guys in my next episode thank you all so much for your support please subscribe and review this podcast with some suggestions on what you want to hear next and how i can improve also stay connected with me through my social media platform i'm on instagram with underscore l-i-i-z-x and twitter l-i-i-z-x-x underscore That's underscore L-I-I-Z-X for Instagram and L-I-I-Z-X-X for Twitter. Thank you all so much. I love you and God bless.